For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Mark, I'm going to turn the camera around, and maybe you all can give me a cue, help me out to make sure that you both are on the camera. Yeah. All right. I can't see it. Okay, Mark, go ahead. Jeremiah 44, 1 through 6. The word that came to Jeremiah, all the Jews which dwell in the land of Egypt which dwell in Migdal, and Japanese and Melos in the country of Catholic, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, you have seen all the evil that I have brought upon you. And upon all the cities of Judah, and behold, this day they are in desolation, and no man dwelleth therein. Because of their wickedness, which they have committed to vote me to anger, and that they went to burn incense and to serve other gods who may be not. Neither they, ye nor your fathers. Howbeit I send unto you all my servants, the prophets, rising early and sending them, saying, Oh, do not this final thing that I hate. They hearken not, nor find their ears to turn for wickedness. Burn no incense to other gods. Wherefore my fury and mine anger was poured forth, it was kindled in the cities of Judah, and the streets of Jerusalem, they are wasted and desolate at this day. And where was that found, Mark? Jeremiah 44, 1 through 6. Okay. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to sing a couple songs out of the old school hymnal. We're also going to sing one of the psalms for you tonight. We do use the old school hymnal, as you can see there. And we are going to sing 300... Fifty-four, and I'm going to have Mark three hundred three hundred eighty-four. I'm sorry, three hundred eighty-four. Mark, do you want to start that? Come what may, of joy or sorrow, be my portion, vain or rest. Jesus guides me and directs me, and His way is always best. Jesus knows, Jesus knows, all the way my feet must go. Jesus knows, Jesus knows, Him I trust who loves me so. I would never choose my pathway, but by faith would walk with Him. 
Trusting ever and believing if the skies are brighter dim. Jesus sees if heavy hearted I am toiling on life's road. And with love he lifts the shadows that obscure his blessed abode. Jesus calls me to be faithful, to be helpful as I roam. And when toils and tears are ended, he will bid his child come home. Jesus knows, Jesus knows, all the way my feet must go. Jesus knows, Jesus knows, am I trust who loves me so. Okay, let's sing. Um, Forty-one, number forty-one. This one is entitled "Preservation." Preservation. I'm glad that he preserves the saints. Now in thy praise, eternal King, be all my thoughts employed. While of this precious truth I sing. Cast down, but not destroyed. Cast down, but not destroyed. Cast down, but not destroyed. While of this precious truth I sing, Cast down, but not destroyed. Off the united powers of hell, My soul have sore annoyed. And yet I live this truth to tell, Cast down, but not destroyed. In all the paths through which I've passed, what mercies I've employed. And this shall be my song at last, cast down, but not destroyed. When I was good in heaven appear, there shall I him adore. Destroyed shall be my sin and fear, and I cast down no more. And I cast down no more, and I cast down no more. Destroyed shall be my sin and fear, and I cast down no more. Now we're going to sing all the Psalter, uh, page 33, and we're going to be singing Psalm 24. Yes. The earth belongeth to the Lord, and all that it contains. The world was in inhabited, and all there remains. For he upon the waters his foundation lay. He firmly has established it upon the floods to stay. Who is the man that shall ascend into the hill of God? Or who within his holy place shall have a firm abode? Whose hands are clean, whose heart is pure, 
add on to vanity. Who has not lifted up his soul, sworn deceitfully? This is the man who shall receive a blessing from the Lord. The God of his salvation shall his righteousness accord. Oh, this the generation that after him inquire. O Jacob, who shall seek thy face with all your heart's desire? Ye gates lift up your heads on my ye doors and laugh for be lifted up that so the King of glory enter may. But who of glory is the King, the mighty Lord is this. Even that same Lord that great in might and strong in battle is. Ye gates lift up your heads on high, ye doors last day. Be lifted up that so the King of glory enter may. But who is he that is the King of glory? Who is this? The Lord of hosts and he alone, the King of glory. Okay. Well, we'll see if we can get the camera turned around here and see if Brother... Brother Mark has joined us here yet this this evening. Um, we appreciate all of those who has joined us. Um, good evening, Rashid. It's been a while since we've seen you, and I see that you've graduated now. And uh, I guess that was. I know when I graduated from the university, that was a big deal. Um, however, I must say that over the years that um, I uh, become less and less, um, I guess, more and more emptying of myself of secular education because of what I learned at the university. I was steeped in secular humanism and, and so on. So that was um, quite a experience that God brought me through and took me out of, which I'm grateful for that. Um, it looks like Brother Mark Kennedy has not joined us as of yet. I'm sure he'll be along here shortly to... Uh, to join in with this, um, I have often wondered uh, about this time of the year and how people want to make New Year's resolutions. Excuse me. I think I'm going to sneeze. Uh, they make New Year's resolutions about what they're not going to do anymore or what they are going to do after the 1st of January. And usually that lasts for about, oh, maybe five or six days. And oftentimes those resolutions or those resolves don't last too long. Uh, we just sung the song, Preservation. I'm glad that God's salvation is eternal and not temporary. I'm glad that he preserves his saints. 
and our salvation is not based upon our works or our merits, but on the sovereign grace of God. I'm glad to know that. And um, I have a feeling not a whole lot of people are going to be with us tonight. Uh, They're going to be preparing for the big upcoming holiday. Uh, But that's quite all right. Uh, Tonight I want to look at a few things. Uh, We've just finished. I've been working in our devotional period. I just were able to compile all four volumes of the book, Poems for Edification, and it's now in one book. And um, I want to look at a few poems out of this tonight, and I want to make some comments about it. Good evening, Andrew Brown from Wichita. Glad to see you're with us tonight. Um, hope everything's going well for you and your family. You remain in our prayers, and I know that you pray for us as well. Um, a lot of people have said, well, your poems, you really don't give scriptural references to back up your poetry. Um, I'm going to be talking to Mark Kennedy, and after we finish the prior book that I just wrote, that God does not love everyone, but he does love his elect from everlasting to everlasting, it looks like Brother Mark just joined us. Um, Let me go over and see if I can pull him in on this conversation. (laughs) There he is. See if I can unmute his mic here. Yes, Brother Mark, how are you this evening? Good, good. Just finished the load of laundry. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, I was just sharing with just sharing with the audience. Um, a lot of people have, at, or not a lot of people, but some people have kind of inferred that, you know, the the book that you that I've written on poetry, the four volumes now that I've combined into one. How come uh-huh. you don't back any of that up? you know, with scripture. And um, I was just going to tell the audience that um, my plan is, if I can uh, persuade you to help me, is we're going to go through, we're going to go through this book. I'm going to be sending that book off to you tomorrow morning uh, after we finish the And I want to go through this uh, poem by poem, and we're going to actually back it up, back up the poems, uh, I, uh, of course, the poems came out of uh, a, about 15 years of studying the Bible. <laughs> okay, so a lot of them mm-hmm. are very much scripturally based, even though they don't have a scripture involved in them. Um, tonight, I want to look at a passage of scripture in the uh Fourth chapter of Philippians. Mm-hmm. Fourth chapter of Philippians. Yep. And uh, this is a really good uh, practical instruction uh, for Christians. And I think we'll just kind of read through this chapter and make some comments about it and give any insights we might have as we prepare to usher in a new year. Tomorrow's New Year's Eve, and uh, I yep. think it's appropriate 
We have Rashid Razin with us tonight from Pakistan. And um, Rashid's been a been through a lot. He ministers to a group over there in Pakistan. Uh, I really don't know a lot about his ministry, but I have had a video conference with him and his family, and he's got two precious, three, two or three precious ki- uh, children. I think is it two or three? Two, I believe. I think it's two, two uh, children. But he he works, or he had well, the last time I talked with him, he works in the mines and down deep in the mines during for his real job. And that's wow. a real tough job to work in the mines like that. And then on the weekends, preach, you know. And but anyway, so we want to keep him in our prayers as well. Uh, I'm going to have hey. Brother Mark read uh, Philippians four, chapter four. Why don't we just go and split it up like we usually do? We're, we're looking at a total of 23 verses. So why don't you read the okay. first 12? Well, verses, and then we'll go from there. Okay, sounds good. Good uh, good evening, and welcome all the saints listening in. Thank you for being with us. God bless you, everyone. Philippians chapter 4 in the authorized King James Version. Verse 1. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved, and longed for, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. Verse 2, I beseech Yodius and beseech Syntax, and that they, be, that they be of the same mind in the Lord. Verse 3, and I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also and with other my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. Verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Verse 5, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Verse 6, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Verse 7, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Verse 8, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, And if there be any praise, think on these things. Verse 9, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Verse 10, but I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care of me has flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Verse 12, not that I Speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Verse 12, I know both how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, 
both to abound and to suffer need. Well, thank you. And I think I may be wrong, but I believe the other party on TalkShoe is Carl uh, Roberts. Is that you, Carl? I've just unmuted your mic, um, if you are able to speak, whoever it is on um, on TalkShoe with us. I can't identify who you are, but just for all of our audience to know, we are also currently also live on YouTube tonight. I decided to try to um, broadcast simultaneously on YouTube and Facebook at the same time. And so far it's working, so we'll see if that works out for us. Also, I want to welcome Andrew Brown uh, from Wichita and um, all the rest of the people who have joined us. I appreciate your comments and so on. Thank you, Mark, for reading that passage to us. Um, Paul talks about um, in this chapter that he is... Um, He's longing for um, his joy and his crown. I think we can mm-hmm. all relate for that. I think we all can relate to that as we go through our life and as we get older. We're we're ready for our graduation. Yeah. I just shared with audience. Rashid just went through a graduation ceremony. Uh, oh wow. At the at the college that he was at, at the Bible college. And and I shared with Rashid, you know, after I graduated from the University of Kansas, um, it didn't take long for me to realize how much, how many lies I had been indoctrinated into. Uh, of course, I, my major was um, liberal arts, and of course my minor was psychology, but it was all humanistic based stuff and mm-hmm. the good Lord was the good Lord was gracious and bringing me out of all that mess. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh one of the things that Paul says in verse four, rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. That's a lot easier said than done. <laughs> I must say. Um, yes. However, it is it is wonderful admonition, you know, because what I have found is when we're rejoicing, we cannot be we cannot be doing any havoc to other people, and we certainly mm-hmm. cannot havoc to the cause of God, and we can't be doing havoc to ourselves. <laughs> okay, so there is. There is a good admonition for Paul to exhort people to rejoice, mm-hmm. to rejoice in the Lord always. There's another scripture that says pray without ceasing. And mm-hmm. also you're told to um, always give praise and thanksgiving to God in the Psalms. And so in verse 6 he says, or 5, I'm sorry, let your moderation be known unto all men. Mm-hmm. And I yes. that that's kind of a catch-all. Uh, let your moderation be known unto all men. I think that 
could mean in a lot of different things. It could be living a disciplined life. It could be not going to the extremes, trying to live yes. in, a, in a balanced way. Um, yep. You know, there's a lot involved in moderation. He goes on, he says, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been around some people who don't seem to be really thankful. Have you ever been around mm-hmm. someone that seems like that they have an attitude like the, that the world owes them a living, you know? They're 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 under this whole thing about entitlements. You know, we're in an mm-hmm. entitlement we're in an entitlement society. Just look at all oh, these yeah. illegal illegal aliens pouring into our country, and yes. have the attitude that you owe me health care, you owe me food stamps, you owe, owe me social security, you owe me everything, and yet we yep. have people in this country that don't even have jobs. Yes. And so there is an attitude of entitlement out here, but he says that we should, by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, let our requests be made known unto God. And the Mm -hmm. peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I like like that. You know, peace, the peace of God. You know, the politicians, well, Scripture says in the last days they will say peace, peace, and there will be no peace. Sudden destruction. It says sudden destruction. I remember one of my mother's favorite Christmas songs (laughs) was that song that says, of talking about, um, I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols, play and then then it says uh, that that there it says and in despair I bowed my head there is no peace on earth I said for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace Mm -hmm. on earth goodwill to men that's a lot of truth in that a lot of truth in that Mm -hmm. The only peace that we have can be found in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It cannot be found in political party. It can't be found in a membership in a church. It cannot be found in driving people's emotions. You know, I watch some of these programs mm-hmm. um, on on Facebook. They send me videos. Mm-hmm. And the amount of emotionalism and hype... Mm-hmm. And some of these services are very disconcerting to me. Oh yeah, because yeah. I don't see. I just don't see that in the New Testament church exhibited. I don't see a lot of emotional hype. I don't see a lot of people uh, running around and dancing and and carrying on like that. I just don't I don't see evidence of that in the New Testament church. I'm sorry, I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. It goes on and the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. 
Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. That kind of reminds me of the passage of Scripture that says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be holy and acceptable unto thee, O Lord, which is my reasonable service. Yeah, he goes on, these things which ye have learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Uh, and he also talks about um, the fact that he has learned to be content. You know, I used to I used to give Mark a hard time because Mark went through a stage. My son, Mark, not Mark uh-huh. Kennedy, Mark Phillips. <laughs> Mark went through a stage where he wanted to live in every state. He one one month he'd want to be. He'd want to go live in North Carolina. The next day, next month, he'd want to go to Tennessee. Then he'd want to live in California. And so I, I would use that scripture. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. The Bible says whatever state you are to be content. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I was kind of taking that out of context a little bit. But anyway, uh, anyway. The, the, the aspect of it is that we are to uh, we are be content in whatever state that we are. He goes on and he says that he knows how to be abased. Mm-hmm. Uh, and boy, if anybody knew how to be abased, it was the Apostle Paul. Mm-hmm. We've rec- he recited in the past all the things that he went through as an apostle. He was beat with rods. He was whipped. He was shipwrecked. He was stoned and left for dead. Uh, my, my, my! What, what? You know, and whenever he was struck down on the road to Damascus, Christ said, "You know, get up, and it will be told thee what thou must do. Thou must suffer much things for the cause of Christ." And he did. But he says. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. That's a little different that's a little different than the psychologists today talk about they have this term they use. They call it self actualization. Mm, they say that yeah. man man needs to become self actualized. And the way he can become self actualized is by being a goal setter. And if he sets proper goals, and if he'll set, they'll talk about short-term and long-term goals, and then what they'll, the psychologist will do, if you go into psychological counseling, especially if they subscribe to, subscribe to someone like Carl Rogers or Abram Maslow or even Skinner, they'll mm-hmm. say that you want, you want to divide your life into five categories. You want to, you want to, you want to talk about your social life, your spiritual life, your physical life, your mental life, and, of course, your recreational life, (laughs) okay? And you have goals. You have short-term goals, you know, maybe 30-day goals, six-month goals, five-year goals, and lifetime goals, okay? 
And you don't want to forget your financial life either. That kind of goes into your vocational life. But what happens yeah. is, and I used to go through this. I used to go through this as a young man. I set goals. I had everything worked out. I had a big notebook, and I had all divided in all those categories. Wow. <laughs> and what I, found it, what I found is that it didn't matter what my goals were. People say, well, if you... If you write it down, I, I, I've even heard people say, if you want $10,000 by such and such a date, you write it down and you put it on your refrigerator and you you focus on that $10,000 and it you will be attracted to it, okay? It's amazing what kind of psycho garbage is out there. And I mean, there's oh, people yeah. in the, call themselves people in the Christian community, people like... Uh, Financial concepts, and mm -hmm. uh, Dennis Rainey, and some of these people oh. that are uh, really into all this financial planning, health, wealth, and grab the the grab it, <laughs> name it and claim it crowd. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm going to stop there because the key with verse 13. He doesn't say, I can do all things by goal setting. He says, I can right. do all things through Christ. All of, our, all of our source is Christ himself. I'm yes. going to turn it over to Brother Mark and have him make any comments on this passage 1 through 12. Go ahead, Brother Mark. Thank you, Brother. I like in the, the first three verses, I like how he's telling all of his relations to hang in there, work together, help each other, and that'll be a witness to the world. The world will see that, and they'll, and they'll, and they'll know that they're Christians. I really Amen. like that in the first three verses. And then in the next four or five from four to eight, I really like number four and number six. I like uh, rejoice in the Lord. When we're when we rejoice in the Lord, we're looking at Christ. We're not looking at the problem. I really like that. And then in verse six, he encourages us to take everything, all of our needs, all of our feelings, all of what we need to do. You know, take it to God. He tells us to be careful for nothing. Take everything to God in prayer. I really like that. And then the result will be in number seven, the peace of God will guard our hearts and minds. And we don't understand it, but it'll keep us calm and meditating on his goodness. And then Amen. he encouraged us to think on good things in, in verse eight and nine and to continue practicing what we've, what we have, what has been learned from observing him and everything. So I really like this first half of this chapter. He shows how by working together and taking care of each other as a Christian community, it'll be a powerful testimony to the world, this unbelieving world. And then how when we're rejoicing in verse 4, we're not looking at the problem. We're looking at Christ. Man, that's very good. I'm going to read. Um, one of the poems out of this uh, book, Poems for Edification, Volume 1 through 4, 
think mm-hmm. this is actually out of volume three. I've read this numerous times, but I think this is apropos for what we're covering right now and what we talked about, the danger of getting into our own feelings. God yes. is, Jesus Christ is, you know, he is concerned about us. He tells us that that he is, um, he's making intercession for us. Mm-hmm. He's reached, he is, he is very, very concerned about our welfare. But I want to read mm-hmm. this. It's called, sometimes I don't feel like writing or doing anything at all. <laughs> I rather feel like sitting in a chair with my face against the wall. <laughs> my, feelings, my feelings I cannot trust, and they often cause me pain. And most certainly yes. my, my feelings cannot an entrance gain. In two eternal mm-hmm. bliss, my Savior and my King, if I'm trusting in my feelings, this will no comfort bring. I should be Amen. trusting in the one who purchased eternal life for me. Trusting in my feelings only brings uncertainty. So the mm-hmm. next time I start feeling bad about this or start feeling bad about that, Lord, let me see Jesus who sits on the throne of heaven and while on earth, they in your face spat. I'm glad yes. you did not. I'm glad you did not go by your feelings, but shed your blood for me, so that I would go to glory to live with you eternally. Amen. You know, think about what Christ went through. Wow, I mean, there's no one that suffered more than he did, and right. so sometimes we do spend a lot of time on our feelings and. You know, they used to call it, uh, when I was coming up as a child, they'd say, oh, you're into the plom theory. <laughs> and I'd say, plom theory? What's the plom? Poor little old me. <laughs> okay. Poor little oh. old me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so anyway, we're going on now. Okay. And I'll, I'll read down, I'll read 14 through the end, and then I'll have Mark make some comments, and then I'll follow Mark this time. We'll switch roles a little bit. Notwithstanding, okay. uh, verse 14, notwithstanding ye have well done that ye did communicate with my affliction. Now ye Philippians, they know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, he sent once and again unto my necessity. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound into your account. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Ephrodites the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Salute every saint in Christ Jesus. The brethren which are with me greet you. All the saints salute you, chiefly they that are of the Caesar's household. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. I'm going to turn it over to Brother. Go ahead, Brother Mark. 
sure, sure. Okay. I like I like he's he's praising he's praising the church that was the only one in verse fifteen out of all the other ones that stepped up to the plate and helped him with yes. um what he was doing, supplying his physical needs so that he could do what he was doing and he gave rec and he gave credit where credit is due. You're the only church out of all of the ones that, that helped me. And so he's giving credit where credit is due. I like that. And so um, that was my thought on that. And so then he says that I'm, you know, I'm doing well and that he wants us to see, uh, he wants to see us do well. In verse 17, he wants to see fruit that will abound to our account. So he's rooting for us. He's, he's, back. he's pulling for us. And in verse 18, he says, I'm doing, I have all I need. And so it's a blessing that you sent to help me. And your sacrifice is an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. So he's, so he's giving credit where credit is due. And then we have this well-known verse in verse 19 where he reaffirms his confidence that God will supply all of your material needs in glory by Christ so that we are not to fear that God will send what we need right when we need it. Amen. Amen. Again, we rejoice, and when we rejoice in the Lord, we're not looking at the problem. We're looking at Christ. Man, that's very good. Very good. You know, I want to read this. This little poem is called Great Expectations. Mm. I read I read a book when I was young called Great Expectations, but it wasn't spiritually motivated at all. Like many who have unrealistic expectations, they are beating their heads against the wall. You cannot force force someone else to change. You cannot even change your own heart. (laughs) So why don't we read our Bibles and we will discover for a start that God is sovereign, and this is not our part. Being mm-hmm. resigned to God's will is the perfect admission that he has brought your heart into submission. And you can say like Christ, not my will, but thine be done. This is the best way for God's people to honor his son. So the next time we get all bent out of shape and we don't like the way things are going, Remember, God is in control, and if we are one of his children, he has redeemed our souls. So praise him and give him thanks for giving his life for you and causing you to be born again and giving you a home in heaven too, okay? The the thought there is that sometimes we become so preoccupied with what is going on in our daily life that we forget all of the benefits and all of the things that God has done for us. And I think this is what this chapter really is all about. It is a, it's a refocus. Notice how he ends the chapter. I love the, that last verse. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Yeah. You know, that's what, that's what we need more than anything else. Mm-hmm. We need 
We need his amazing grace. You know, there's, um, I've often thought about uh, if I were to, if I were to end my thoughts on this tonight, I would read this and I'll, I'll read this one and then we'll, we'll conclude with a, with a psalm and maybe some announcements. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would call this, I'm a sinner saved by grace. Let it yeah. never be let it never be misunderstood exactly what I am. I'm a sinner saved by grace, just like the apostle Paul said. I am a despicable, vile creature who was raised up from the dead. I deserve the wrath of God, but it was placed on Christ instead. Mm-hmm. When I think how vile and wretched this poor sinner really is, it gives me pause to wonder how awesome Christ forgives. To suffer, bleed, and die on a cruel, rugged tree and cry out while he was dying to forgive a sinner like me? What a marvelous act of mercy and kindness he did to me show. When I deserved to be cast in hell, there to forever go. All my praise and worship should sing forth for eternity for Christ bleeding and dying to save a wretched sinner like me. Mm-hmm. That's, that should be our... Our testimony, I think, Brother Mark, is that we should be thankful that we have been given eternal life and we have a wondrous future to look forward to, not of works yeah. of righteousness we have done, but through his mercy and grace he saved us. I'm thankful for yeah. that tonight. Well, let me uh, check with Mark Phillips and see what hymn he wants to end with tonight. Uh, he's kind of helps me pick out appropriate hymns. You have a hymn mark that you'd like to you'd like to sing tonight? Five twenty one, one there is above all others. Five hundred and twenty one, do you have a okay. Five hundred and twenty one. Five hundred and twenty one. I'm not gonna switch the uh, camera around because I'm afraid I'm gonna pull my cords loose, so um, 521, let's see here. Mark, you want to start that? One there is above all others, well deserves the name of friend. Is his love beyond a brother's, costly free and knows no end. Which of all our friends to save us? Could or would have shed his blood, but our Jesus died to have us reconciled in him to God. When he lived on earth a basin, friend of sinners was his name. Now above all glory raised, he rejoices in us, same. Oh, for grace, our hearts to soften. Teach us, Lord, at length to love. We, alas, forget too often what a friend we have above. Well, Brother Mark, I want to thank you tonight for helping us out. And I want to thank uh, all of those who've joined us on YouTube as well as those who joined us on Facebook tonight. And um, 
I hope that you do have a blessed year coming up. Brother Mark, do you have any final remarks? Okay. It's been an honor, and I look forward to continuing next year. And I just want to say to all of our saints listening in, may this coming year bring new blessings to each and every one of you. In Christ's name. Amen. Amen. And I want to... uh, I want to just reaffirm that to uh, the the message that Brother Mark just gave. I want to give that same message to everyone as well. And um, with that, we will plan on seeing you Wednesday night, Brother Mark. We plan on having a uh, Wednesday night service here where we're going to continue in Chapter 20 of the book. And so with that, you all have a good evening. Talk to you then, Brother Mark. Yes, praise God and God bless the saints, each and every one. Good night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.